This Torah learning is dedicated by Elizabeth and Jonathan Topper for a Fur Shalema to our mother, Chaya Bat Sarah Leah. with ourselves, the beginning of tshuva. Rabbi Baruch Shalom Ashlag used to tell the following story. Levi met his old friend Reuben. Levi asked Reuben where he was living. Reuben answered him, telling him his present address. Levi's eyes grew round with surprise when he heard the answer. Surely that's where Simon, the infamous criminal, is living, he cried. He must be making your life a misery. Reuben replied, I don't really know what you're talking about. I've no complaints at all about my good neighbour Simon. I don't know why you're telling such stories about him. Levi became astonished. But Simon's wickedness is known by everyone. How do you manage between you? Reuben replied, Whenever I go to the grocery store, I ask him if he needs me to bring him something from there. Also, when I go to the vegetable store. Actually, whenever I go anywhere, I always ask if there's anything I can do for him. I try to fulfil his needs and even give his wants priority over mine. <laughs> Levi laughed. Now I understand. Since you serve him with all your heart, of course he doesn't make trouble for you but just try to do something that's contrary to his will and then see what will happen. This parable is a story of ourselves. Levi, Simon and Reuben are elements within ourselves. Simon is our will to receive for ourselves alone. Its desires are selfish and fulfilling them leads us into separation from God. It is a source of evil for ourselves for those that surround us, and collectively the source of evil on the planet. Calling Simon an infamous criminal is putting it lightly. When we see how the will to receive ourselves alone manifests outside of us, we don't have too much difficulty identifying it. But when it is within ourselves, and we're trying to pinpoint its desires within us, we might find it quite difficult to discern it. I wouldn't act like that, we think to ourselves. Our own selfish desires can become quite subtle. Love covers all sins, says the scripture in Proverbs chapter 10. So, because we love ourselves, we have difficulty in seeing our own negative acts. The first step that the Reuben within us needs in order to deal with the wicked Simon that is within us is to recognize that our own will to receive for ourselves within us is negative and it belongs to the framework of evil. To recognize this in itself is actually spiritual progress 
and is termed in the language of the Kabbalah Hakarat Hara, that is to say, the recognition of evil. When we can clearly define or see our own evil tendencies, or look back on something we did and feel that we wish we had not spoken in that way or acted in that way, it is in fact progress. Because now we know what to ask God to help us with. We know what we need to keep away from. How can we get help to recognise our own evil? The Bala Sulam, Abba Yehudalev Ashlag, was once asked this question. What do we gain from the light of the Torah? The sages have taught us that the light within the Torah leads a person to the good way. He answered, without the light of the Torah, a person can't see his own evil. And because he does not see that his will to receive himself alone is hurting him, he cannot throw it away. In his essay, The Essence of the Religion and Its Purpose, which appears as part of the collection Matan Torah, Rabbi Ashlag writes as follows. He asks, What is the development that we attain through our practice in Torah and mitzvot? And he answers, You should know that it is the recognition of evil that is within ourselves. The practice of Torah and mitzvot has the quality of being able to purify the person who occupies himself with them with a gradual purification. And the measure of this purification is the measure of the recognition of the evil that is within him. From his own nature, a man will remove every evil matter within himself. This is a fact that is true for all creatures. The difference between different created beings lies in their sense of their recognition of the evil, such that a more advanced created being has a greater sense of the recognition of the evil within him and pushes the evil away from it to a greater measure. We can clearly see that this is true with regard to the human being. The more developed a person is spiritually, the greater there is of the refinement of the recognition of evil and the greater the desire to be rid of it. What is this evil? Rabbi Ashlag goes on to say that the evil is none other than our selfish love, which is called the ego in all its manifestations. Egoism is in opposition of form from the Creator, who not having any will to receive for himself, only desires to give benefit, whereas egoism by definition only desires to benefit itself. Rabbi Baruch Shalom Ashlag, the firstborn son of the Bala Sulam, looks at this issue in a short talk he gave in the month of Elul. He said, In order to ask forgiveness, we first of all need to feel that we have sinned. And the Holy Zohar says, O oh, make known to him his sin, that he sinned. Rabbi Baruch Shalom Ashlag asked, who makes known to man that he sinned? And he answers, It is the Holy Blessed One who makes known to man that he sinned. Rabbi Baruch carries on to question, But surely, a person should know himself that he sinned, 
Why does God have to tell him? It is because the sages have said, when one repeats a transgression time and again, his sense of sin becomes dull, and he mistakenly feels that what he is doing is actually all right. In our parable, Reuven is living close to Simon, the infamous criminal, but his recognition of Simon's basic criminality has become dull. He serves him and is familiar with his desires. Levi, who in this parable represents the wise part of ourselves, the soul within us who wants to be in connection with God, points this out. When we study Torah, we enhance the Levi within us, the wise part of ourselves. And when we begin to put into practice the mitzvot of the Torah for their own sake, then we begin to recognize the fact that our will to receive within ourselves really is negative and we do want to disconnect ourselves from it. The Zohar looks at this issue from a different perspective. It states if a person wants to become pure, he's helped through his holy soul. So here we have three possible mechanisms in which we can get to know the real nature of our will to receive for ourselves alone. We can begin to recognize that in fact it does us damage and that it is evil and it is worthwhile to disconnect from it. The Bala Sulam said, through the light which is in the Torah. Rabbi Baruch Ashlag said, God himself can make it known to us. And the Zohar said, it is our holy soul within us that can make this clear to us. In fact, as the Zohar teaches us, these three elements are aspects of the same essence. The Zohar teaches us, Oraita Kutchabarichu Visrael Chadheim, the Torah, the Holy Blessed One, and the soul, who is called Israel, is one. They only appear as different elements to us, to the extent that we have not finished our rectification, to the extent that we ourselves still functioning under the influence of the will to receive for ourselves alone, if not wholly, then at least partially. In our parable, it is Levi who informs Reuven of Simon's true nature, that he in fact is a criminal. In the parable, Levi is representing the soul. Studying the Torah with the intention that we need the Torah for the light within us to purify us awakens our soul and brings the light closer to us. When we study the Torah in this way, we find that far from it being just a collection of facts or information about the Halachot, we find it speaks to us intimately, to our most inner needs, wherever they happen to express themselves. Rabbi Baruch Ashlag teaches us that the Torah itself is the garment and the wearer of the garment is God. When we first try to practice the mitzvot in a way that will bring us into affinity of form with the Creator, in a way that is unconditional, we find we don't seem to be able to do anything without our will to receive for ourselves alone, doing everything it possibly can to prevent us. And this indeed is what Levi told Rubin at the end of the story. Just see what will happen when you try to oppose your neighbour. We find that our will to receive ourselves alone starts to oppose any change in the status quo most vigorously. 
When we try, we fall down, again and again. Finally, we realise we cannot do it on our own. We need help. And it is here that we can offer a true prayer to God, a prayer me omka deliba, a prayer from the depths of our heart. King David felt much the same in his psalm. This is what he wrote. For the Conductor, a Song of David When Nathan the prophet came to him when he went to Bathsheba, Be gracious to me, O God, according to your kindness. According to your great mercies, erase my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly of my iniquity, and purify me of my sin, for I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you alone have I sinned, and I have done that which is evil in your sight, so you may be justified in your conduct, and you are right in your judgment. For behold, with iniquity I was formed, and with sin my mother conceived me. Yes, you desired that truth be even in the hidden places, and in the concealed aspects you teach me wisdom. Purify me with a hyssop, and I will become pure. Wash me, and I will become whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed exult. Hide your countenance from my sins, and erase all my iniquities. Create for me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from before you, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and let a noble spirit support me. I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Save me from blood, O God, the God of my salvation. Let my tongue sing praises of your charity. O Lord, open you my lips, and my mouth will recite your praise. For you do not wish for a sacrifice, or I would give it. You do not desire a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. O God, you will not despise a broken and crushed heart. With your will, do good to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will desire sacrifices of righteousness, a burnt offering and a whole offering. Then they will offer up bulls on your altar. If we can acknowledge to ourselves our own negative tendencies, then this indeed is progress. But it is not an easy path, and God only gives it to people who truly want to progress on the spiritual path. It's through the practice of Torah Mitzvot that we can take a new look at our habits of thought, speech and action. We can begin to examine and recognise which of these are connecting us with God and which are actually separating us from Him. This recognition is the very beginning of Tshuva, coming back to our true selves. Thank you.